The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You know that fresh produce is the best produce. That's why at Kroger, we invest in local farmers to bring you seasonal picks that taste fresh from the farm good, like sweet corn, refreshing watermelon, and juicy peaches. So whether you're a delivery lover, a picker-upper, or you shop in-store, your local produce always tastes 100% fresh, or you get a 100% refund guaranteed. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Write that, write that down, Fumi Saito. Oh, hello from Burbank, California. Yeah. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us. Another episode of Write That Down on the Fight Game Media Network. My name is Justin Nippert. For FightGameMedia.com, I'm a staff writer at WrestlingObserver.com. I work for Pro Wrestling Noah. And I'm back with the one and only... Who you came here for, Mr. Fumi Saito. Oh yes. This week's episode is cool and long overdue. Minoru Suzuki. Pro Wrestling King. Osama, as he's often called. It was his birthday over the weekend. And we are celebrating 55 years of Minoru Suzuki. We talk about... This is a great episode because it hits on... Jeez, everything that comes out of Japanese pro wrestling. Each different side, you know, from New Japan, UWF, pro wrestling Fujiwara Gumi, Pancras, working in MMA, heading back to pro wrestling 2003, the fight with Liger, heading to Noah, taking over, birth of Suzuki Goon. All Japan Triple Crown Reign, GHC Heavyweight Title Reign. Who is like Minoru Suzuki? I ask that question seriously because there's guys like Kazushi Sakuraba, even Brock Lesnar. You know, they're similar, but they're not the same. Each had their own distinct path, and Suzuki's is still. Not only is it still linear moving forward well, who else is like him 55 damn enjoy this episode I did this is cool uh, before we get started though if you uh, have not already and you aren't a part of the fight game media patreon it's awesome it's wonderful. The AEW show, pound for pound boxing show, fight game flagship podcast, an archive of old write that down episodes, no commercials. Isn't that wonderful? I think that's wonderful. Fight game media Patreon. Go to patreon.com backslash fight game media. Check it out. Onwards, let's talk about Minoru Suzuki. We're doing the Minoru Suzuki because he just had his birthday and uh, he just turned 55. Mm -hmm. And he's been doing this 36 years. 
Keiji Muto just retired that uh, nine, nine, you know, 39 year, 39 year career, real long one, huh? Mm-hmm. And it was when you think about it, you know, Antonio Inoki debuted 1960 and retired 94. So that's a guy. Antonio Inoki had 34 year career. Mm-hmm. And Giant Papa died 1999. So uh, it was like a 39-year career, career, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. but they passed away. Jumbo Trula had a 27-year career. And then and actually, uh, as, as strong as Minoru Suzuki going right now, he'll probably surpass everybody. Seems that way. Yeah, yeah, because... Uh, I just realized he just had a, you know had his birthday and he's like, how old is he? He's like, oh, 55. And that's like, he's getting stronger, you know, even, <laughs> you yeah. know, and he's in great shape. And uh, probably today's, uh, uh, the, today's audience in, in general that uh, knows Minoru Suzuki, this version, you know, this version of Minoru Suzuki, huh? Yeah. I guess it's a, a very, you know, l- late version. I mean, he's gone through a lot of different stages and, and uh, you know, early Minoru Suzuki is a different person than what we see now. Yeah, but the, some things hasn't changed, though, really. True. It's That's always true. been Minoru Suzuki. And I realize that the, he's the one who's uh, who keeps reinventing himself. Mm-hmm. How's that? I think so. Yeah, and that's why we need to sit down and go through this. Who you know, what Minoru Suzuki has come has accomplished, and really he he really is, and a lot of things that hasn't covered, because um, some of the older fans know Minoru Suzuki from say New Japan or UWF or Fujiwara Gumi. No, no, no. I know I've seen him since Pancras, you know, mm. and he's the one who survived. Dark Age, you know what I'm saying? Very much so. And he yeah. was a, a point person during that time, too. Yeah, he, he thrived on it, really. Yeah, yeah so, uh, and also, he is the one, uh, he started out with New Japan, and went to UWF, and Fujiwara Gumi, and when he created, he and his friend Masakatsu Funaki created Pancras, that uh, the Pancras actually went from professional wrestling, shoot style professional wrestling, into the 100% MMA company. Mm-hmm. He was in it for 10 years. And uh, we'll get to that. And also during this, uh, the, the end of this, that the, there was a reason that he wanted to walk out on this Pancras environment. That the, what the hell was he doing? And he didn't want to be in MMA. He wanted to be professional wrestler. Not again, but the, while the, those 10 years he was with Pancras, in his mind, he was still a professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. Happened to be doing that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, after 10 years of Pancras, there was no link between MMA and professional wrestling. When they started Pancras, you had Masakatsu Funaki, the Fuke Takaku, that the, uh, you know people like Yoshiki Takahashi, and it's a, we started out a professional wrestler. He wanted to make professional wrestling legitimate contest. They did that, right? And eventually, all the the trainee who started out, you know, debuted with Pancras, they had no professional wrestling experience. Therefore, they were that the genuine breed Pancras MMA fighter, in which Minoru Suzuki was talking to himself, saying, this is not what I am. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, where do we start? <laughs> I guess we got this... to start in New Japan. We got to start yeah. in the you know, late 80s, because he was, he was after Muto's class, after Muto Chono Hashimoto. Right, he was class of 1987. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, he was high school, you know, wrestling champion in Yokohama High School. And uh, useless trivia is he and Yuji Nagata were training buddies. Really? For the national. Hmm. They went to two different high schools, okay? Mm-hmm. But uh, as an amateur national team, 
they have this summer camp, practice camp, right? Mm-hmm. They met and they became friends. And later, they, they don't, you know, meet again until much later on in uh, New Japan because Yuji Nagata went to college and, and became college, national college champion and all those things. But they were in the same grade. And 12th grade, senior in high school, they spent summer together, you know? Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's like not knowing they'll be meeting at the Tokyo Dome, you know, some decades later, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Decade and a half later. And both, you know, ended up, you know, going through New Japan Wrestling, you know, camp. And uh, it's a different time, you know, that uh, Minoru Suzuki signed with New Japan right out of high school. That's what he wanted to, you know, do. And Yuji Nagata went to uh, the, the Nihon Taiku Daigaku, you know, the athletic college and uh, was almost Olympic prospect, you know. Then he was national champion. Then Hiroshi Hase recruited him to be professional wrestler in, in New Japan. And eventually, they were never in the same time in New Japan. Interesting, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyhow, that the, uh, Minoru Suzuki signed with New Japan, class of 1987, but did not debut until June of 88 because... <laughs> uh, he was not so proud of it, but the, he was suspended within Dojo. <laughs> What's the story? Oh, he had a street fight. Oh no! Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. With... So, so what exactly happened? Um, they were. He was not. You know, he's not so proud of it, but he was. He openly talked about it, but he's. It's not a story that he wanted. You know, dig out right now, but. Uh, what was interesting was that uh, that uh, Masakatsu Funaki and Minoru Suzuki became friends at the dojo, mm-hmm. and they're in same age too. But Masakatsu Funaki, then Masaharu Funaki, he came to dojo right out of tenth grade. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not they didn't even finish you know senior year in high school, and he was like three years ahead of the class. But happened to be in same age. They became friends. You know, then they went out one night and got in trouble, and uh, they were, you know, just uh, was just taken care of by a police car. Okay, and angry Seiji Sakaguchi came and get, you know, got them. Sounds like a lieutenant, huh? Yeah, yeah. And that's why that the, he already, pre, you know, he was preparing ring boots and, uh, sh- you know, shoes and, and, and the tights and everything that already debuted, but the, his debut was delayed because of it. So he was already 20. Uh, June of 1988 against Takashi Izuka. <laughs> Interesting, huh? Izuka, that the crazy guy later on. Yeah, before he was the crazy guy, he was a pretty, uh, you know, he was a straight wrestler. Yeah. 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 Like uh, the, the model student of wrestling school type, huh? Total New Japan product at the time. Oh, yeah. Complete young lion, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's the guy Suzuki had debut match with. Interesting, huh? And they'd, uh, they'd meet up later on, too. Yeah, <laughs> again, yeah right, right. Oh, guys, is that like just all kinds of just, you know, they got different individuals, different legacy, and they cross paths kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Very interesting, yeah. And Minoru Suzuki, you know, was young lion, but he did not go with this black trunks and black shoes thing. Mm-hmm. In his rookie year, he already had a white wrestling boots and blue trunks. And they didn't even come and correct it. You know, it's like, no, 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 you can't do that. I mean, today's, you know, uh, young lion, you have this New Japan young lion uniform of, you know, black trunks with nothing on it and black wrestling boots with nothing, no writing on it, right? Sure. And you do that for two, three years, which is okay, you know. And, and, and that is a good rookie uniform. And once you, you know, go to abroad, you know, and spend, you know, year or two over there you come back like a yotatsuji right hmm. yeah yeah but uh actually minoru suzuki did not have this you know the, the international foreign country excursion thing mm-hmm. 
he was already very much prospect thing that uh, what was interesting was that uh, see Inoki and Riki Choshi had a single match and Riki Choshi beat Inoki you know clean one two three in the middle of the ring was his big you know Riki Lariat thing right and very next door Anto Inoki had this gimmick that the he on the entire tour he worked the first match opening match if you remember mm-hmm yeah, Inoki working the opening opener, you know, the, the first match. And rookie Minoru Suzuki in 1988, he had single match against Anthony Inoki already because of it. Right, yeah. So Inoki felt like he had to kind of start over, start from the bottom. And yeah, it was, it was still the, the storyline, no? But, the, uh, so to speak. But And his first opponent was young Minoru Suzuki. Yeah, he had all kinds, all kinds, you know, it wasn't the first one, but the entire tour, he, Inoki worked the, the opening match and Ruki Minoru Suzuki was one of the, one of the first opponent. Yeah, it wasn't the first opponent. I don't mm-hmm. remember who, 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 that, who that was, but uh, Ruki, you know, 19 year old, 20 year old rookies, Minoru Suzuki already had single match against Anthony Inoki. So he was, this guy had this like a, you know, like all kinds of destiny, fate, and you know, this like not a normal legacy he had. It's just like rookie year, he was already somebody, and everybody knew that. Mm-hmm. Then he only spent two years, uh, 88 and 89, as like a somewhat like um, young lion, but he already was becoming somebody right and 1989 he decided in, in the spring signing you know for the new contract thing he went to company and said i'm i'm not signing new contract i'm going uwf well, what right mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i mean like he hasn't even had a full, you know two years yet you know he spent part of 88 and and 89 and then, then all of a sudden he wants to join UWF. That was the time his friend Funaki returning from Europe and not returning to Japan. He wanted to sign with U- UWF. So Funaki and, and Minoru Suzuki together, they quit New Japan. Oh, they were mad. <laughs> In, I'm talking about New Japan, you know, Inoki and Sakaguchi. Like, what are they thinking? You know, mm-hmm. oh, yes, Akira Maeda, the Nobuhiko Takada, the Kazuo Yamazaki, the later on Fujiwara, they all on the walk out on New, New Japan to form second version of UWF. That's one thing. But like two prospect, promising, you know, rookies from New Japan, they want to go to UWF. You guys are crazy, right? But Minoru Suzuki insisted, I'm going. Then uh, 89, spring of 89, he's uh, joined UWF. Second version of UWF, yeah. Then that version of UWF only lasted less than three years. And in the spring of 91, it was gone, gone. So what would you do? He signed with newly formed Fujiwara Gumi, you know, because Yoshiki Fujiwara was, you were like a wrestling dad, that he was the one who, you know, really stretched him in, in dojo at the time, right? Hmm. So Funaki and, and, and Masakatsu Funaki, Minoru Suzuki and Takaku Fuke, a uh, couple other guys joined, you know. There was a time that UWF split into three, three different groups. Akira Maeda's rings, Nobuhiko Takada's UWFI, and Fujiwara's uh, Fujiwara Gumi. Are you following me? Oh, yeah. I am yeah. following you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it was interesting, you know, that three years into business, he already worked three different companies, New Japan, UWF, then Fujiwara Gumi. Then he only stayed with New Japan, I mean, uh, Fujiwara Gumi, just two years. As of 93, his his buddy, then buddy Funaki, Minoru Suzuki together, they wanted to leave Fujiwara Gumi to form your Pancras, the first version of Pancras. Yeah. The Pancras name was given by Korogat. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. 
And it was Minoru Suzuki who was, uh, it's 93, we got to realize this is like years before the internet or email, you know what I'm saying? That's right. Yeah. Minoru Suzuki and Carl Gotch was writing each other letters. Letters. When when was it that, when did they go to Florida to train together? Was Carl Gotch? Mm-hmm. In 93. 93, okay, so it's a little later. Yeah. No, yeah. 91, 92, he was with Fujiwara Gumi. Mm-hmm. And the spring of 93, upon the opening of Pancras, he, Funaki, the Ken Shamrock, they all went to Korogach, you know, place, not knowing the name of the company yet. And the name Pancras was given by Korogach. Yeah. To make see, the whole theme was that see Inoki grew up idolizing Antonio Inoki, right? He wanted to be like Antonio Inoki. That, that uh, he cried when Hulk Hogan beat Antonio Inoki for the first first annual IWGP tournament back in '83. He was like in junior high that um, I'm going to become wrestler and then beat Hulk Hogan someday, kind of thing. Wow! Right out of high school. <laughs> I mean, just uh, you have your ideal wrestling kid. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, then right out of high school, the, the reason he became amateur wrestler in high school was that so he can become professional wrestler. And as serious wrestling fan as he was, that uh, it's all real, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, the, the 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 more real, you know. It gets that you have to, you know, as of 1989, as of 1989, you had to join UWF. That's why you changed professional wrestling into more legitimate contest or little MMA type thing. Well, because you have to, it has to become MMA to become real, huh? Mm, I think I mean, so. Yeah, that's the mentality sure. then. Yeah. And Fujiwara Gumi was fine, but uh, to be able to, you know, make what you're doing a legitimate sport, like a contest, and that's what professional wrestling in his mind was, there you go, you have Pancras. That's when the real struggle begins. I... um. I, I showed you that the magazine t- today, right? That uh, special issue of Weekly Pro Wrestling, that uh, the entire magazine on on, on Minoru Suzuki, mm-hmm. and uh, I, for- oh, I the magazine came out 2008, and I completely forgot about it. But I did the fe- you know long feature interview on him because I believe now I remember that the- it was my comeback too from my cancer. Mm. You know, yeah. Um, summer of 2007, I had I got sick and you know they removed my stomach and I took seven months off. And in the spring of 2008, I came back and started working back with magazine. And it was one of the first ones that I the lengthy interview, but that's not important. So I uh, had sit down interviews with Minoru Suzuki and went through all these things. What was right about Pancras and what was wrong about Pancras? You wanted to make professional wrestling legitimate sport. The, the, that was the whole attempt, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, when you make professional wrestling into legitimate contest, it will eventually become MMA, right? Right. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah. But the the the, the his real struggle begins right there with Pancras because would you be having MMA? A fight with your friends that you work out at the dojo every day. See, MMA's environment, you fight against total strangers from another country, another dojo, another gym. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you may not see that person again. Much like your, uh, you think about UFC or, or even the, uh, professional boxing or kickboxing, your opponent is somebody you don't even know. Right. A lot of times. Yeah. It's almost random. Yeah. And then also, there's somebody you have to punch in the face. <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? You have to hurt them. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, then the pancreas is like a completely homogeneous that you only had like 
10 guys and another 10 rookies all working at the, the, the dojo. And what you do at the dojo, dojo is fine. But when it comes to Pancras show, you are wrestling or fighting. Or I, I, was, I almost was going to say work against each other. It's not a work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you fight it against your dojo buddies. And just like in his mind, it's like something wrong with this picture. You know, hmm. you, it's like make professional wrestling legitimate contest. The idea is great, but the, your opponent would be your friends that you spend most of your day, you know, time together. It's like, you know, it has to come from. You know, there's like a in early Pancras days, there was a Ken Shamrock's guys, Lions Dance guy from from California, huh? Mm-hmm. And the. the a few guys who had no professional wrestling experience but came from like a kickboxing dojo in LA or something, or the guys from Holland, like, you know, Boss Rutten, you know, they're mm-hmm. fine. But they are also coming to Pancras Dojo and work out, you know, it's like, uh, it's like you don't want to, you don't want to see your opponent before you fight. It's like, right. Yeah. It's like, a, what's wrong with this picture? And, you know, also what you do. At the dojo and what you do in the ring in front of the audience should be something different. Then it's work. That's like he really struggled. And also, if you remember this, um, Achilles tendon is one thing, but the heel hold, you know, like the heel right. lock, heel hook. Yeah, you actually destroy some his knee in second, right? Right. It's it's a really dangerous move that can snap someone's ACL right go- away. Yeah. It's, it's very quick. Yeah, so that happened at the dojo, and that happened in actual Pancras matches. So they actually the, uh, banned that the heel lock. Mm-hmm. Let's not do this. And it's like, then is it real fight anymore, right? Mm-hmm. And also, but you don't want to do that to your friends. And he really struggled, you know. And Pancras, you know, like a, uh, own like contradicting yourself within within you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. yeah so but the day all in all that uh, you have to go on and uh, he actually stayed with pancras for 10 years between 1993 until 2003 and you look around i've been doing this for 10 years actually a lot longer than uh, professional wrestling now what am i professional wrestler or mma fighter in Minoru Suzuki's mind, he has always been professional wrestler. That's all he wanted to be and what he wanted to be. And what, I'm, what, what he was doing is like, the, coming far, you know, far from profe- what he thought was professional wrestling should be by doing what professional wrestling should be. It's not a something, you know, like almost like your Ham- Hamlet Shakespeare kind of feeling that uh, am I doing something wrong, really? And uh, and after this 10 years of Pancras, look around. All these 10-year uh, Pancras fighters, none of these Japanese Pancras fighters had any professional wrestling experience anymore. They don't even look like professional wrestlers. They are not professional wrestlers. So it's like what well, Pancras became... Your MMA company, huh? So he really struggled. That's when he asked uh, the president, Masami Ozaki, that he want to take professional wrestling booking. I mean, like uh, work for a different company. And that the, that the president, Ozaki, said, then you have to retire from Pancras, right? So, but the, the retiring and, and no, 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 he want to be Minoru Suzuki and he wants to work professional wrestling, you know, too. I mean, I'm talking about traditional pro wrestling. And uh, it was really hard. And what he did was that he invited his old friend, Jushin Thunder Liger, into Pancras ring to have MMA match. It's not a tight. It's memorable. Yeah, yeah. Because he had to be somebody who can do also too, you know, that uh, was good enough friend that he he understood what he Minoru Suzuki wanted to you know wanted to do, and he was like advanced enough that the, see Liger is Liger, you know that the, he does this 
100%, I mean, professional wrestling at its best, right? But when he really wants to, when he has to, he can do the MMA match too, because he did that at the dojo situation, right? Hmm. So he had to be somebody like Liger to like experiment, you know, have an experiment what Minoru Suzuki wanted to do, you know? And uh, Liger understood him. He came over and had the MMA match against Minoru Suzuki. And that the biggest question is, though, it also not just with, with Minoru Suzuki or Jushin Liger. It's a question you can ask, I can ask. Is it possible to have two professional wrestling to actually have MMA match? NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like, maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out-of-market team is never more than a short distance away, specifically the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What do you think? I mean, I guess that's what happened, wasn't it? And I mean, that was sort of the, it, it was the experiment of the day, the experiment du jour back then, because pro wrestling and MMA was finally either merging or, or Going MMA was becoming. a completely separate way. Right. So. Yeah. And Minoru Suzuki was in the middle of it, really, in the entire era that he is like, almost like experimenting 10 years. Am I doing something wrong? Am I doing something right? You know, and, uh, and as a result, Pancras became complete MMA company. That's a fact because all the rookies only trained MMA and had MMA fight. They were still calling Pancras professional wrestling at the time, but what they were doing is so far away from what professional wrestling looked like, huh? The, the ideas of what wrestling was back then was pretty opposite. Yeah. What's not contradicting is that he wanted to stay being Minoru Suzuki, though. You know what mm. I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. And they came up with one little solution that the president, uh, that Ozaki um, formed uh, the, another division within pancras it's called pancras mission mm -hmm. with blue logo see there's an x right pancras with red and black but the exact same logo with blue and black that came up with pancras mission that the minoru suzuki can take booking as a professional wrestler and work someplace else i see yeah yeah you have to come up with something right sure and also Minoru Suzuki, after 10 years with this complete MMA environment, that he was no, long, no longer interested in doing that. You know, it's like, this is not what he wanted to do, really. Because he wanted to wear trunks. Of course, he was still doing that. And he wanted to dress like Minoru Suzuki, but he wanted to go into professional wrestling environment uh, uh, once again because... Uh, he that's what he wanted to be you know and then he always it wasn't all uptight anymore about all oh, the professional wrestlers should be doing this it's like he started recognizing that aged a little bit right he started recognizing that that uh, there is there's different kind of wrestling out there he went to work for hustle for a show or two he went to work for uh muscle um, he was in a ring with kiktaro you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. And uh, it's like, he actually started enjoying it again. Hmm. But at the same time, he is still being Minoru Suzuki, you know? So it's a very, very fine line that, uh, that 
it's a professional wrestling and he that doing professional wrestling a professional wrestler doing professional wrestling a professional wrestler doing professional wrestling but still looking like a minoru suzuki am i making any sense <laughs> yes uh, he was enjoying <laughs> pro wrestling as minoru suzuki regardless yeah. of what happened in the past yeah yeah and also it's like mma uh, the pancreas that he you know, started and built and created that it became something that he didn't want to be with in there anymore. It's like it became 100 percent. That 2003, you have your MMA environment completely in this world, and the wrestling is turning into dark age in Japan, right? Mm-hmm. And it was Minoru Suzuki being in the middle of it. You know, and uh, he started, you know, going back to New Japan environment and had a match or two. And he started working all kinds of different companies. Then he started working pro wrestling in Noah and met his new best friend in the, the Yoshihiro Takeyama. Mm. It's, just, it's like, what's so interesting is though, they're both same age actually. That uh, and UWF style professional wrestler, but uh, Takayama debuted with Nobuhiko Takada's UWFI, right? UWF International, and Minoru Suzuki's path was that New Japan and the second version of UWF and Fujiwara Gumi and Pancras, very similar style wrestling. But then Takayama and Minoru Suzuki never crossed paths until then. Hmm. Yeah. It's like, oh, wow, it's like the cousin you never met kind of thing. Yeah. They started working professional at the pro wrestling NOAA, and they became tag team champions in NOAA environment. Another completely different school of professional wrestling. Pro wrestling NOAA is like a giant baba school of wrestling, right? Right. And Takayama, Suzuki, uh, Kakihara, they were all... It, those guys worked with Noah and all Japan, but they were always, they felt like outsiders. They carried the UWF style in there too. Yeah. So they had to mingle, you know? But it still felt yeah. like they were invaders, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's a professional wrestling at its best, actually. Mm. You know, it's a very mm. Japanese style, you know, that the, they didn't really, um, what's the word for it? It's like, they never really, you know, work against each other. They try to mingle. You know, you recognize Misawa's style, you recognize Kobashi style, and you recognize Jun Akiyama style and compliment each other. Then Jun Akiyama, on the other hand, they stood there and took what Takayama and Minoru do it to you. <laughs> you know, it's like, I can take it too, right? Mm. And uh, it's like, oh, it, be, it just had a strange, different kind of chemistry. You know what I'm saying? Like a chemistry people haven't seen. Mm-hmm. We, we didn't think it was possible that the, that the, the four pillar the Misawa Kawada isn't there, but the Misawa Kawada Kobashi Taue style against UW style, put it in the same ring and uh, you mix with blender or something. Mm. Yeah, it was like, but it worked, you know, they complimented. Then, then, uh, you see, when when I look at the Minoru Suzuki's um, today's um, his bio, the championship he had, okay, we'll skip a little bit, but the, he was GHC champion once, mm-hmm. pro wrestling Noah, right? Mm-hmm. He was GHC tag team champions. In the next line, he says he had a title, King of Pancras. That's right, he was. Champions Pancras, then they did this IWGP tag team champion. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> then the, the list goes on and on like a triple crown champion with all, all Japan pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Wow! That, right, we'll get to that. Then, then the world tag team champion, the Asian tag team champion, that's from all Japan in IWGP Intercontinental title. Oh my gosh, when was that? Right? Never open weight title. When did he do that? Right? A British heavyweight champion, British tag, and he even had ROH World Television Champion. Mm-hmm. The only thing, uh, what's interesting is though, he still hasn't had IWGP title yet, so he's not Grand Slam. That may happen. I don't know, but uh, 
his journey begins, I mean, real journey begins right around 2003. Went back to New Japan Pro Wrestling, went, went to Pro Wrestling Noah for the first time, and it worked. He had a GHC title. Can you imagine? He, and also, that was around the time Kensuke Sasaki worked in Pro Wrestling Noah. Hmm. So they met again because they were both young lions that the New Japan young lion and Ricky Choshu's young lion and both first match guy way back when in 88, they were friends doing laundry for senior wrestlers. They crossed paths often back in the late 80s or so. Yeah, but they they never worked the same company. It just happened to be the young guy in two different factions, you know? Mm. But they meet each other on street late at night, carrying you know senior wrestlers' laundry. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's a, that's a real interesting path. But fifteen, 20, you know, fifteen years later, that, that they were both main event, different person. They they just can you imagine GHC heavyweight title match, Kensuke Sasaki champion against challenger Minoru Suzuki. Whew, you know. <laughs> Now that see, it wasn't all, it happened during dark age of professional wrestling that people weren't paying much attention as much as they should have, you know. Hmm. Yeah. Then they, they went. Then 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 after pro wrestling, Noah he went back to New Japan one one more time and he ran his New Japan, you know, uh, the, another run with New Japan. Then then went back to pro wrestling, Noah. Then you know migrated into new o, o, Muto's version of All Japan Pro Wrestling, and Minoru Suzuki against Keiji Muto Triple Crown title match happened. Then mm. you know what I'm saying? Mm. It should have been much bigger deal then, don't you think? It was it was different. It was uh, the the crowds were still favoring MMA and kickboxing to an extent. And yeah, Pride and K1, that the New Year's Eve, that the mega shows, and yeah, yeah. But you know what Minoru Suzuki represented in pro wrestling was that outside threat, in a way. He yeah. was he was that that shadow over uh, traditional style pro wrestling, especially back and then. He, I mean, even during this dark age of professional wrestling, Minoru Suzuki thrived on it, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and then so he he worked pro wrestling Noah. He worked New Japan. He worked Muto's version of All Japan Pro Wrestling. He even worked some of the Kensuke Office shows. Then uh, there was another company called Big Mouth Loud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And uh, just uh, and he even worked places like a K Dojo shows, like a Takamichinoku was running. Sure, DDT or yeah, yeah, right. And the real Japan that the original Tiger Mask of Satoru Sayama was running, he worked all the shows. And it's like he became just like that. What what freelancer should be, huh? Hmm. I mean, every place he went to, he was main event. Yeah, and uh, it was just uh, uh, Bobby worked because it was during the dark age of professional wrestling. Right, but uh, it was Minoru Suzuki. Actually, was a light at the end of the tunnel kind of guy. Don't you think? I think it's a, yeah, because he loves pro wrestling. I think that's ultimately why it works, and why he continues to be who he is. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know, when I did this 2008 interview, it's already 15 years ago, right? Crazy. He was turn- yeah, he was turning 40 and thinking that the- it was going to be his final run. No, no, no. <laughs> it's been 15 years since, and he's going strong. And now that it's like uh, you have this streaming service that, that there's an American company, the European company, the British company, that they all want Minoru Suzuki as Minoru Suzuki, huh? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So it's like, wow. It's, now he's 55 and uh, using Carl Gotch pile driver as finish. And actually, he looks in almost like much better shape, right? I mean, a little lighter and slimmed down a little bit. You know, he don't, you don't want to be heavy when you're older. But uh, he looks just as good as he did 10 years ago, right? It's the same style. He's probably, you know, lighter, faster, and 
seems like he's busier, busier yeah. than he usually. And, and to be honest, I feel like he works North America just as much as he works Japan these days. Right, and he's free from this New Japan ness. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Because it's like. A- New Japan is so much like WWE now that uh, you are New Japan superstar roster, huh? Exclusive. And the uh, faction here and the faction there and all superstars. But Min- Minoru Suzuki also is a superstar on his own individually, but he's not in, it's in no more Suzuki Gun, right? And he's such an individual that uh, he can pretty much work whenever he wants to, that, you know, work New Japan show and be himself. At the same time, it looks like he does have his own freedom to go different places. Yeah. And uh, it looks like, though, that, okay, he debuted uh, 88, but he, he went to class of 1987 New Japan Dojo. So it's going to be, what, the 36 years now? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then it looks, looks like, see, uh, you and I talked about that before. Inoki had, what, 34-year career, 1960 to 1984. And Jan Baba had, what, a 38, 39-year career, 1962, until he died, so, 99, uh, 99, so, so 39 years. Jumbo Tsura had, what, 27-year uh, career or something like that. And uh, Misawa, Kobashi, Kawada, all his, his same age group guys, uh, pretty much history now, right? And Minoru Suzuki is not working like some old guy. Mm-mm. Yeah. So as strong as he is going right now, he he can probably go another five years, huh? Probably ten years. years. Why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, now I realize that just on June June seventeenth, he turned fifty-five and looking real good, you know with his special Minoru Suzuki hairdo. And mm-hmm. also the, the whole the whole world singing that uh, his, his song. Yeah. Everybody knows his famous song. Yeah, we should talk about that. Yeah. 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 So it's like, how many times he had his peak kind of thing? Oh, if you remember, before you forget, while he was working... Muto's version of All Japan Pro Wrestling, he went through real-world tag team tournament in December. You know, December tradition, mm-hmm. tag team tournament. Minoru Suzuki's partner was Abdullah the Butcher one year. That's right. And that really, <laughs> that's, I feel like he started to own this psychotic persona. You know what I mean? He Yeah, but the believable. Yeah, but when he was with Abdullah the Butcher... I think he inherited something. Yeah, yeah. Fork. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. And and, and that also psycho craziness. spirit. Yeah, the psycho spirit. Yeah, because he is people, you know, will believe he's crazy enough to harm you. <laughs> Unpredictable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and it doesn't really deviate his character when he wants to. He still does his submission, you know, real MMA looking thing. And at the same time, during the same match, he'll throw throw a real mean looking drop kick or something sometimes. Right. Mm-hmm. And he does this real good, you know, that the you know, amateur wrestling leg dive into, you know, go behind all these things that look so good. Then before you know, I'll, I'll give you a sleeper hold from behind. You know, it's just this guy is great athlete, right? But he's also very, very intelligent and has really figured out how to make anything work. Yeah, yeah. Really and anything. Also, he, after all these years, he happened to be the one who worked UWF style, all of them, everybody, every single one of them, Takada, Maeda, everybody, Funaki, everybody. Then he went to New Japan and worked single matches against pretty much everybody out there. Then all Japan, including Keiji Muto and, and, and Kendo Kashin or everybody else, that you had every single guy, you had single match. And the 2000 version of New Japan, he met back with your high school buddy, Yuji Nagata, had a Tokyo Dome classic, 
right? Mm. And uh, they, they, go, they went back to Noah and put people, you know, somebody like Katsuhiko Nakajima over and made him star. I, I think he's been doing quite a bit of that in his yeah, for his first his first round with pro wrestling Noah, that he was t- regular tag team partner with the the Masamichi Marfuji. Oh my gosh! And there was a single match between Kenta and Minoru Suzuki. Then people should have paid much attention to that. <laughs> oh my gosh! All those things already happened. Or even these days, he was mentoring uh, uh, the younger guys in New Japan, Narita, or over in Old Japan. Oh, like and Omori. yeah. Oh, this version of this, this is a completely new generation of, of guys. Yeah. Mm. And he's there to, you know, mentor, it seems. Mm-hmm. Or that the little somebody in between, like a guy's like Taichi's generation, too. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Because the entire Suzuki gun was strong and worked two years with pro, pro wrestling nor then he brought the entire suzuki gun back all 12 guys back to new japan and worked another year or so and he brought people like zach saber jr into un, under his wing right mm-hmm. oh wow not just japanese but the, the all kinds of international talent too sure if you remember because he was the best opponent of ken shamrock during 90s mm-hmm. oh wow what he had done that they, you just have to you know that the books should be written about him yeah and still going strong to this day yeah and of course that the single match between Minoru Suzuki and Hiroshi Tanahashi something like that already you know took place a lot of people credit that with one of the big turning points of New Japan's you know uh, upward motion over the mm-hmm. past 10 years and he was a part of that. That match was really important. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's just last month uh, that I saw a single match between Minoru Suzuki and Hirota Sakura. You know, Hana Kimura show? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I realized that. He was an ex, you know, <laughs> uh, that uh, Hirota Sakura dressed up as, as, as Hana Kimura, right? Mm-hmm. And who the opponent would be, and the Minoru Suzuki music hits, and place went crazy. But he had this very dignified match too in that situation, even. Yeah, I've seen How him did... on uh, Emi Sakura Gato Move match, yeah. or uh, or how about we we talk about his Tokyo Dome match with uh, Takagi? Do you oh, Shingo that? Takagi. Okay. No, not, not Shingo Takagi, uh, Sanshiro Takagi, the DDT. Oh, no, I didn't pay much attention to it. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, but he did. He did. I, I remember him, uh, Minoru Suzuki against Mecha Mami. Yes, <laughs> things like that, too. Yeah. Uh, was Suzuki much involved uh, outside of wrestling? Did he Was he doing advertisements or was he, uh, you know, doing things outside of wrestling uh, was he on tv as uh... i think he's been invited but uh he not really hungry about those things mm-hmm. yeah see some some of these wrestlers really enjoy being in game shows and uh, variety japanese variety shows all kinds of things yeah but uh, minoru suzuki does not break character there either mm-hmm. yeah so uh People like him, but he doesn't really try to get as much as he should. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he's just being Minoru Suzuki is the most important thing, and he's doing just that. Yeah. Like a, almost wrestler's wrestler now, huh? I guess so. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that though, because, you know, it's like his legacy is being somewhat overlooked, you know? Because he's always been in great shape and working all the major companies and uh, actually winning all the titles, but IWGP heavyweight title and uh, single match situation with like people like Kobashi, the Akiyama, the, you know, just incredible. Yeah. Now back to New Japan. So, well, still freelancing, so uh, he can go anywhere. But uh, oh, there was like a you know AEW single match against you know 
that uh, that uh, I, I almost said <laughs> Daniel Bryan. No, <laughs> Brian, Brian Danielson. Yeah, remember? that was very good. Yeah, and people like John Moxley want to have a single match against Minoru Suzuki. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like a generation over generation over generation that he's still being that Minoru Suzuki. It hasn't changed much. Yeah. Same guy. Same guy. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's like I have like um, right now like uh, I want to watch more Minoru Suzuki. You know, yeah, in his single match situation. Yeah. Right, and uh, he he was a pioneer fighter too. He was doing what wasn't really established as MMA yet, and uh, him Funaki, Ken Shamrock, yeah, Takahashi. Smith, Basuntun. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, all of them. It, and that went a different way. That went a different path from, you know, we're talking about Suzuki and pro wrestling, but what he did before that was really important as well. And I don't yeah. know if he's as appreciated as he should be by the MMA community. You know what I mean? Right, right. I mean, he, and, he's uh, he's that influential, I would say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then he basically, you know, finished his MMA career basically in the, the, the it's like he created Pancras and became king of Pancras champion. And he stayed with Pancras for 10 years and he realized that uh, this is not the place he wants to be any, any longer. And, uh, but uh, it was not like downgrading himself to, you know, to come back to tra- traditional pro wrestling. And uh, he was just. He just re- realized that the being Minoru Suzuki is what he should be doing. And he really did not, you know, make any difference what he was. You know, one, you know, just 10, 10 years with Pankers, very important, of course. But uh, he did not really become your traditional, like, pro wrestling that the MMA people make fun of. No. Minoru Suzuki stayed being Minoru Suzuki, you know, that that the people have just has to have this respect. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All the different companies. Oh God. Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Pretty much. Yeah. And when you open this weekly pro wrestling baseball magazines, this year's Almanac, 2023 Almanac, he's listed under new Japan guys. Right between like a show and Evo and Zack Sabre Jr. or you know Yoshinobu Kanemaru, and right next to it is like a Juice Robinson and Yujiro Takahashi. He's like, wow, it's not so strange, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, he's active. Yeah. You know, a lot of guys his age, they they're still active, but usually you don't see them at the top of the card or holding titles. Right, right, like a shell of, of old self, right? Yeah, they're usually in the early tag matches and they like... Uh, oh, tag know. in and does his thing and tag out, huh? Sure, that, that's usually what a 55-year-old wrestler is with the, that kind a of Veteran, club. yeah. Yeah. Right. And good usually. to see him on the card. Yeah. You don't see him uh, as active as... And as... top match single matches, yeah. Mm. In great shape, yeah. Oh, Funaki's he still active too. Yeah, not as driven. Doesn't look like. No, know? no. Uh, Suzuki is full time. I think three hundred sixty-five days a year. He's doing this. Uh, he's doing pro wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he has a store, you know, shop called Power Driver in Harajuku. Mm-hmm. You know. His, you know, he's, he's, I mean, he is by the counter and, uh, you know, once, twice a week when, when you go to Pile Driver's you know, shop store, that they, he's actually there. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that interesting? If you buy his t shirt or take, you know, you get the photo taken and then get autographed too. Wow. Yeah. And very friendly too, you know, if you see him outside ring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when I, I mean, who, whoever, you know, want to come to Japan for wrestling trip, like either this summer or end of the year, you know, there's a, you, you got to go to Todokan, right? You got to go to, you know, rest, you know, different wrestling store or the Ribera Steakhouse or other things. But uh, make sure that you go to Harajuku Piledriver to meet, you know, if you're lucky enough, 
Suzuki's, you know, there. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a special stop you can make. Yeah, yeah. So, wow. So we talked about, you know, Suzuki. But it's like, uh, if you are a wrestling fan who's been following wrestling for five years, or the rest, kind of wrestling fan who's been following this for 10 years, or 15, 20, or 30 years, it's, they all have different picture of Minoru Suzuki. But the longer you see this guy, the better he gets, you know? Yeah. He's, I think people just need to realize how deep his body of work is. He's, yeah, and, and, and the legacy of it. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, with something like YouTube or streaming networks today, people should do themselves favors and dig around and and watch his career because it's so it's you. I, I can't compare him to anybody, really. Yeah, and you have to dig into Pancras Archive too, mm-hmm. you know, and some of the hustle archives maybe, you know, mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, Pancras Archive uh, is a completely different set of network, right? And also, it's like a second, on, lasted only three years, but the second incarnation of UWF, Minoru Suzuki, the Akira Maeda is in there, Masaka Tsunaki in there, uh, Fujiwara in there, Nobuhiko Takata in there. It's only on Laserdisc. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Uh, the Pancras yeah. stuff you can watch on the UFC streaming service. Oh, really? Early, early Pancras? Mm-hmm. Right. I think I think all of it. I think all, all of, of the the '90s catalog. Yeah, they have it. Oh, very interesting. Very interesting. So, yeah. if people want to watch Suzuki, Funaki, Shamrock, that's all over on the yeah, UFC. Yeah, Funaki in I mean uh, Suzuki in his twenties, in his thirties, in his forties. Now he's fifty-five. He's yeah. always doing something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's a relevant, is a really relevant and always so, relevant. Yeah, wrestler. so he we didn't realize that he really kept reinventing himself, huh? Reinventing himself without compromising anything. Not really, no. Right. Just getting better almost. Something yeah. authentic about everything he does. Yeah, yeah. His background and a great athlete, great wrestler. Yeah. And, uh, and he also, he was the one who was writing Carl Gotch letters. Uh, they were pen pals, you know, mm-hmm. old-fashioned snail mail pen pals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the last disciples of, of Gotch. I mean, it's legitimate. Yeah. Yeah. Really, yeah. He really was. Not just a couple of times, but they worked out, and uh, Carl Gotch loved him. Yeah. And I think and Carl I'm- Gotch pile driver. He, he, I guess you could say he's the closest thing to a modern Carl Gotch. Yeah, I think so. And also, or that he's he took over what Fujiwara was doing as a role too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind Pretty of like much. a community father. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, closest thing to Carl Gotch. That's that's pretty good. Yeah. Mm. He's so that does it. Spirit is in him. Yeah, yeah. Very good. That the, you know, when you you know asked me what we what we should talk about today, this you know this week's episode of podcast, write that down. It's just, then just it just came down. I uh, you and I talk about this all the time. It's so the resting angel whispered to your ears. You know mm-hmm. the word word hasn't come come down yet. But this week, for some reason, we had to do this Minoru Suzuki legacy. Yeah. Well, it was his 55th birthday, so why not? Yeah, just a few days ago. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's like if you're into Japanese wrestling, you can be into so many different styles, and you've probably seen him somewhere among whatever you're watching. Yeah. He's really more valuable than we even realize yes and yeah. uh and i think that's because he's always working and he's always active and we don't think of him as you know he's a legend but he's a living legend we don't think of him as oh back 10 years ago 20 years ago he was this you know he's practically the same guy so to this day yes to this day yeah i don't know who else to compare him to he's more like i don't No, i can't it, oh he's the only one 
I mean, it's not the same, but in ways and very loose function, Terry Funk, Abdullah the Butcher, guys who could really go anywhere, do anything, and just do what they do and not have to change themselves. Suzuki has that air yeah. about him. And very relevant. Yeah. Always relevant. Day. And he never yeah. feels out of fashion or outdated. It's because it's really him. That's yeah. who he is. Yeah, I hope he, he goes like this another five years or so at least. I mean, he seems to be uh, keeping himself in shape. He's, he's active. Uh, he's And yeah, like I said, he's always a relevant part of whatever card he's on, whoever he's working for. It's always a part of the show that everybody stops and watches. It feels like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. All right. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. And uh, if people have <laughs> questions or comments or anything, where can we reach you online, Fumi? Um, Twitter at Fumihiko Dayo, F-U-M-I-H-I-K-O-D-A-Y-O, Fumihiko Dayo on Twitter, or just Fumi Saito on Facebook. Please message me first. And on Twitter, I'm at Justin M. Nipper, K-N-I-P-P-E-R. That's it for now. Until next week, take it away. So long from Tokyo. That, write that down, Fumi Saito. <laughs>